This week on the Bamcast, is this movie a Farig yes or a Farig no? One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 282. All right, that's a palindrome. Nintendo. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Max. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Vampcast is sometimes we break it down a notch because we probably shouldn't be that excited. We watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Sometimes an actual bad movie. We come in here and talk about them for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks as robot jocks. Hooray, robot jocks. Yeah. Now robot on Blu-ray. Jocks is pretty good. Yes. No commentary track from us, but that's okay. Okay. Uh, bad bad movies. Negative sliding scale, one to five bags is a douchebags after Twilight. Ooh. Those are the ones you just don't want to watch. Ooh, we don't like it. No, movies with bags are bad. Yeah. So, um, movie, we watched one. Mm-hmm. We sure did. <sighs> 1990s, Liberty and Bash. Yep. Mm hmm. If you can't tell by the way, we're all so very excited. <laughs> Let me tell you what this one's about via the magic of plot summary. I'd like to hear it. What did you? Yeah. Okay. Misleading plot summary. <laughs> Liberty, Bash, and their friend Jesse served together in a war in Central America. Now, Liberty and Bash work with youths, helping them stay out of crime. <laughs> youths? And youths. becoming a positive part of the community. But Jesse has gotten mixed up with the drug lords. <laughs> And when he turns up dead, it's up to Liberty and Bass to declare another war, this time on the home front. <laughs> Utes. Utes. This time with the drug lords. Declare <laughs> another war on the home front. Yeah. Yep. Liberty Ampersand Bash. Right. 1990s. 1990s. Liberty and Bash. listed at 89 on IMDb, but they're wrong. Yeah, they're yeah. not correct. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the copyright at the end of the movie is 1990. Yeah, it's one of the weird IMDb fuck-ups. Yep. Yep. So we got a, the titular characters are both Bamcast alums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said tit. <laughs> Miles O'Keefe. Of Cartel. Also recent, from 1990. Yeah, recent Bamcast alum. And uh, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Way uh, back. Sinbad in the... Uh, Sinbad in the Seven Seas. Seven Seas, yeah. yeah. He's, he's never showed up ever again. No. Wow. Amazing, isn't it? That is pretty amazing. Yep. But an early Banff cast favorite. Yeah. That movie. Mm-hmm. That's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. That is a better movie than this movie. That is a better movie than this one. <laughs> now we will attempt to talk about this one as politically correct as we possibly can. Okay. As politically yeah. correct as we possibly can. I'm going to try. Uh, let me go ahead and say that <laughs> one more time. As politically correct. You don't have to remind as me. As we possibly can. Because this movie... <laughs> Takes a weird turn <laughs> in the second act yep. and becomes very preachy. Should e. we just go ahead and, and just discuss it right now? No, we'll get there. Get, we'll get. Okay. I think we should yeah. naturally get there. I'm just. This, right. is, this is like a this caveat a... before we even get there. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So this movie, as the as the plot summary implies, starts off uh, where we're following the adventures of Jesse, um, and we don't really know who Jesse is at first, but uh, there is a deal going down with him. Mm-hmm. Under a bridge, like looks like the LA mm-hmm. River. I mean, we're seeing like shitty late eighties or you know nineteen ninety LA. Yeah. Yep. And so deal is going down. Uh, limo pulls up, and he's all twitchy and like, "Where's my money?" 
Guy goes to the trunk, pulls out a bag, hands it to him, and it's some dude's head in a bag, and he does a pretty spectacular freak out. Like, this guy mm-hmm. is overacting in, like, some pretty good ways, the Jesse guy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of does, like, weird little runs and jumps and freak outs and things like that. So, at, at first, we're like, okay, this this might be all right. We might be yeah. okay here. But, you know, dude's <laughs> head, head is in the bag. He freaks out fairly appropriately, gets yeah. the money. Well, and we do. We find out later he knows the guy. Yes, yeah. Whose head Robbie. it is. Yeah, yeah. He was, they were they were both vets in this war in Central America, mm-hmm. the jungle, the jungle. Um, so he freaks out, probably not as much as you should have, given that they were such close friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, guy, uh, bad guy, you gotta play it cool, man. Yeah, bad guy with mustache muddles some, you know, murmur something about, ah, oh, he was a fed, blah blah blah. Here we showed him. Yeah, and um, gives him money, which is like. He's giving him money so they can give it to some other bad guys that pull up in a van like 10 seconds later. Mm-hmm. But before they pull up, like cops come and start trying to break all this down. Like they're harassing a homeless guy who saw all this. They see the head on the ground. That's really what stops them. They're driving around. They're like, oh, my God, head on the ground. What's going on? And <laughs> looking like a fool yeah. with your head on the ground. <laughs> so they try to get Jesse. Like he, he makes a noise and has to come out from behind the column where he's hiding. And they're, they're about to like arrest him. And the van comes up. Guys jump out and. It, it's pretty funny just because like guys got one of those I mean I mean it's like cheap you know movie gun it's probably not real at all but it's like it's supposed to look kind of like a, a sten like the, the old British yeah, like World yeah. War Two gun those like with the like, sideways magazine mm-hmm. and um and but it, it's funny because oh, like yeah <laughs> but the, like it's very much semi-automatic because the guy gets out and it's just like like banging the trigger like you see the guys play time crisis in the arcade yeah like just to yeah. make this thing fire the blanks as fast as, as he possibly can and so the cops just like you know, oh, I'm dead and fall down. Mm-hmm. And they very hastily make whatever exchange, you know, guy goes, throws in the money. I don't even really know what the, we, we really never learned what the hell. This, it looks like a piece deals. of cloth. Yeah. I, I think it's he was, I think he was like, I think the implication by the end of the movie is he was selling them information about where these missing drugs were that they found in the, back when they were in wherever they were. No, it it was the drugs because it was? He, he hides them later in that Godzilla pinata. Oh, okay. That I thought we it was never uh, oh. see again. No, because they were asking for the money later, aren't they? I don't know that the the guy was he apparently what the deal was is like mustache guy who was like our apparent you know from the very beginning of the movie bad guy wants money because I guess he was like facilitating this whole deal with with corrupt cops. Doesn't really matter. There's this. There's a convoluted crime going on. It involves Jesse, this mustachioed dude, and like uh, and some corrupt cops that we don't really find out who they are until very late in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they almost don't even play a part in this whole scheme, really. Yeah. But Jesse is now standing there. Like there's dead cops. There's his dead friend's head, and he just kind of like Scooby Doo runs his way off off screen. Yes. And 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 gets back home, and uh. It's we find out later it's his sister. Like we have no context for who this lady is, but she's like in his house in her underwear, like half shirt and all and like I thought it was a babysitter. Yeah, that's what like it, that's what it movie. seemed like or like our wife's best friend or something like that mm-hmm, because like yeah. he's he, he you know because of his haste and all this craziness, he like drops his keys or whatever. So he's like busting in through his own house side window where she is you know, chilling out on the bed and pu- she pulls a gun on him and it's like, Hey, it's me, whatever. And she just begins immediately dressing him down. Like, why are you still doing this life of crime? Your wife had to work or go do something. And I've been watching your kids and you should get out of this shit. Just, just nag, nag, nag. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we, like I said, we have no idea who she is. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is, this is a weird dress down, yeah. you know, while she's not wearing hardly anything to whoever this guy is. <laughs> but like I said, we find out later that's his, his, his little sister. Yeah. But, 
anyway, he's just like, I got to do what I got to do. As you said, goes in the bathroom, stuffs, I assume, the drugs. It's not very much drugs, whatever it is, into this pinata. It's like a, pinata. T- it's like a shitty Godzilla Chuck T-Rex pinata yeah, thing. T-Rex yada. Yeah, T-Rex yada. Yeah. And then, like, that's it. I think he hangs it out outside somewhere, and it's like, that's done. Like, yeah. that, that MacGuffin. Never see that again. That MacGodzilla is gone. MacGodzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. um, and then she's just, like, yelling at him. He's like, I gotta go. He changes clothes and leaves. And, like, what's funny is, like, he puts on what looks like uh, he's escaped from jail clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He puts on the shirt that's just, like, black you know, and white striped horizontal shirt, yeah. black and white striped shirt. And it's like, all right. Yeah. But, like, the, the babysitter sister yes. lady is yelling at him the whole time call liberty oh yeah call liberty yeah which just yeah. sounds liberty like call your insurance yeah, company eight, seven, seven, <laughs> so it's just he'll help you you guys were in the shit and he's like mm-hmm. yeah we were in the shit but it was a different shit this yeah. is new shit yeah because this is like 10 minutes 15 minutes into yeah, the movie this is fast like i mean well not well, fa- fast well, but we have not seen either of the titular right. yeah, characters liberty yet. or bash have not appeared in this film so all far. we've had is jesse running around right, right. and there's still more jesse Yes. running around <laughs> because yeah he goes um i don't know like is he go i don't even know what his plan is so he just kind of leaves and like immediately gets noticed that he, or he notices that he's being followed mm-hmm. and like just starts doing the whole like duck into places he ducks into like some kind of clothing store and finally is like okay guys are actually following me i need to call liberty you know this this needs to happen we called him once and didn't speak yeah, to him. That's right. Yeah. So also, and- also this, this this brings up a good point. Like there, there's a really weird thing in this movie. Well, there's lots of weird things in this movie. <laughs> but one of them is like you know if you ever want like one of those uh, time capsule pieces of, of what was a payphone. Yeah. This movie has them everywhere and mm-hmm. in the strangest locations because this shady under the like really it's like they built this overpass so that there could be drug deals under it because there's like this shitty little overpass on the LA river with a, with a phone booth, like an old mm-hmm. school full on Superman phone booth Yeah, under this. And it's just like, is this for the homeless guys or the drug dealers or both? <laughs> right. There's and no so, reason so for like that, that to be there. That's like our first instance of the phone booth. But yeah, he, he stops to call him and hangs up. I don't know why, um, after Liberty picks up and we briefly, you know, we briefly he doesn't see, know whether or not to get Liberty involved we, in this man. When they he calls buds back yeah. in the service. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When he calls the first time we get a little bit of Liberty backstory that he's, Honestly, I don't know what the fuck he is. I mean, he's like he—he's kind of a cop, but he's like—he's a community-centered detective slash lawyer. Sure, that's a thing. He's yeah, an I mean, advocate. I, yeah, he's, he's an advocate. An, he's an ally. He's the Paul Heyman of this uh, yeah, movie. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm Liberty Bash. Yeah. And I am his the name's not Liberty Bash. Yeah. <laughs> Bash is a different What is guy. his last name? No, the other guy's his, name is Bash what Liberty. Is his he last only has name. A, Liberty. That's his yes. name. He's yeah. Liberty Bash. That's all he's ever referred to Liberty. as Liberty. Lou Ferrigues yes, is Bash Liberty. His name Liberty. is actually Ted Liberty. Yes. <laughs> oh, from accounting. Yes. yes. <laughs> But no, anyway, he his works. First name Eric is Liberty. Liberty. And his last name starts with a T. I still don't understand what his he's job like is. Mr. T. Because <laughs> Liberty. He, he spends all his time at a community center. Yeah. But he also spends a lot of time going to uh, to the courthouse and to the police station. So I don't really know what he is. He's like a he's like an advocate. Like yeah, he's sure, a, he's community outreach yeah. guy. Yes. Anyway, we get a Something little bit like of backstory that. with him where he goes. He shows up for work. He talks to some people. He talks to a lady who, like. Hits on him in this weird, like, Scarlett O'Hara voice thing It's that mm-hmm. goes on way too long, and she never breaks it that first time. So I'm like, is is that really how you talk? Like, is this going to be the whole movie mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Um, And then, he, you know, I think he uh, saves one degenerate guy, like, from going to jail. He's like, you know, I'll send you this uh, outreach program. Oh, yeah, oh, the Asian guy named Wonton. Well, yeah, it's Juan. Yes, Juan. 
Yeah, J-U-A-N. Yeah. Juantan. Juantan. Because, yes, he keeps calling them like Holmes and stuff. Right. Which is, I don't know. Yeah. It's something. Juantan. Yeah, Juantan. He sends him to a scared straight program. Right. His Yeah, Lou Ferrigno's scared straight program. Right. Um, but we don't know this yet. No. Um, it's just like, he's like, I'm going to get you out of this. It's an, it's an unorthodox, uh, you know, rehabilitation thing. You're just, you're going to go there, and, you know, but you won't be in jail. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, bro. You're the best. Yeah, and he has an off-camera court date. Right. Gets another guy out. Yes. And then we just see them emerging into an alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere along the way, he got the you know, the hang-up phone call from, from right. Jesse. It, he was in his office. Yes. Yeah. It was after he told but yeah. Wonton. But yeah, Jesse's just going to freak out and run around and, and, and hide for a while longer. Yeah. Um. But yes, he goes and, yeah, he has, like, they, they can't even bother to find anything that even remotely looks like a courtroom. They just have a voiceover. Right. Like, yes. Judge and everything. Yeah. Like, the whole scene of the street yeah. is over other footage. Yeah. You never see it. So, yeah, a guy comes out and it's just like, yeah, all right, you know, you're going to be in this program. And I think this is the first time. Yeah, because this is when Lou Ferrigno and, like, three of his, I don't know. Scared his, straight helpers. bone thugs yeah. in harmony. I don't, I don't know what they are. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just like guys come up. Like, they're, they're, they're basically like an organized gang. Like, oh, like, yeah. Like a mm-hmm. law-abiding gang. Yeah. Because, like, they, they're like you know, the Hell's Angels. <laughs> well... <laughs> Okay. Sure. More like guardian. Yeah, I was going to say more like guardian. I think that's what you mean. Yeah. Um, So they like. No, I meant the hell's angels. (laughs) All right. Don't besmirch them. Okay. Okay. (laughs) They stab a guy in Ultimon? What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, like he's just like, you're going to be part of this crew. Just kind of do what they say and you'll stay out of jail. And and they do the like, you know, walk up out of frame and out of shadow. And there's Lou Ferrigno for finally for the first time in this movie. Yep. And they're like. We're about thirty. They're like, they're like punch point. their hands and stuff. Like we're gonna kick this guy's ass, but basically they're just all muscle bound and yeah. they have some kind of logo on their shirt. That's whatever. Never thing explained. Never nope. focused on whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I. Yeah, that's this is Lufric No Scared Street program. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because later on they show them training, and it's just like him just screaming at people, yep. like like a guy's doing push ups, and he just kind of steps on his back, and mm-hmm. yeah. And and he's on the phone during the scene. He's on the phone with I, with somebody, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Get up that rope!" Yeah, and he's like, "Sorry about that." Yeah. Well, he's like standing on a guy's back while he's doing push-ups, yeah, and, and yeah. All, all kinds of bad things. But, but yeah, he's, he's like guy alternating doing... between being nice on the phone, yeah. right, and just screaming at people. Yeah, but he's also like yelling at one guy to do his math problems. I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's it's a well-rounded. Yeah gang yeah, building yes. yeah. you know you can't be a good part of the community unless you learn how to read yeah. learn how to read yeah read harder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> read more quickly but we should mention this is actually Lou Ferrigno not dubbed yeah. which is a rarity yeah. in movies I mean you know all, all of his Italian movies he was dubbed yes um, but yeah and you know Hulk he was just you know. <laughs> yes he <laughs> not was not a lot of speaking lines of that, no. but yeah this is actually mm. Lou Ferrigno yes um yeah, so there's that that whole weird subset of that's happening, and that's Lou Ferrigno's story, and really, that's all you need to know about him. He's just kind of there to occasionally show up mm-hmm. in menace. Yeah, and um, so back to Jesse because we're we're not done with him yet. Yeah, he freaks out a few more times. Finally, tries to call Liberty from like a, a clothing store literally across the way from this community center. Yep. Now, before I get to that conversation, I must mention that a couple times in the day they've bothered to show. That for whatever reason, there are protesters outside this community center. Yes. I yes. don't know why. Again, they never bothered to remotely try to explain it. They uh, are they are pro-life protesters. Yes. Outside why of they're at community a community center? center is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because nothing else regarding that 
uh-huh. is shown to be going on. No, no this is at literally the like, center. This is like this is literally like, hey, you have some pool with the police and the and the judicial system. So like, you know, my husband's possibly wrongfully accused in jail. I need you to you know yeah. advocate on his behalf. Yeah, that's what this place is. Yeah, yeah. It it gives that weird impression that there's something like this is a Planned Parenthood hybrid facility of some kind, but it's not. It absolutely isn't. It's more yeah. like legal yeah. advice and paperwork assistance right. and scared straight programs and stuff like that. So why these people are outside, I don't know. I mean, it seems like the extent of that kind of thing that would be going on in this place is here's a business card to somewhere that may be able to help you with that. That's, I mean, that's all this place really could right. and does do. Mm-hmm. But it's not a large group. It's it's maybe eight to ten people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's However, enough. It's enough that when um, Jesse decides to call Liberty, he gets him on the phone and is, you know, finally talks to him. He says, man, I'm in big trouble. You know, you, you got to help my wife. And he starts going about, like, you got to help my wife and kids as the bad guy is now coming from the back of the store to tackle him, mm-hmm. misses him and gets tangled up with another shopper. <laughs> and then, so he's like, I, I'm real nearby. I'll see you in a minute. Yeah. And starts running for the community center and runs into this group of protesters who begin to violently stop him from going inside. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, what? there's, yeah, he, <laughs> I, I want to explain to these people, there's not really anything he can do nope. that you would be protesting against. His And he entrance. certainly doesn't look like a doctor nope, of any no. kind. No. So. Him entering that building does not interfere with your cause whatsoever. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but they. Pretty much. This convoluted plot point. Keeps him from going yeah. inside yeah. and but meeting they, up they with the person. They get angry and they're like holding him back oh, yeah. from they're getting like, in there. No. They're like, no, we are no. barring you from entering <laughs> How dare the you. community center. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is the convoluted pop plot point that he doesn't ever actually meet up with Liberty until it's too late because mm-hmm. of pro-life protesters at this community mm-hmm. center. Yes. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, so, but, but he ends up climbing the fence and, and the two guys that are chasing away, him yeah. are just like, shucks, that mm-hmm. fence yeah. stopped yeah. us. And, now, yeah, and he ends up spending the night sleeping next to a dumpster. Yeah, because like, I mean, this whole like this begins the this is pretty much like the start of these. I, I don't know. There's one event coming up soon that kind of begins the stupid sec or ends the first act and begins the stupid second act. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to sum up the rest of the first act because it's also convoluted. Liberty goes, I don't know why, goes to a strip club. I think because he's supposed to meet up with the sister who we we didn't know was the sister who also turns out to be a stripper. Mm-hmm. Um, she's getting off work, but is being sort of menaced by the same two guys. There's really only two henchmen in this movie. Yeah. The same two henchmen chasing both Jesse and everybody else. It's so, a shitty like gang drug dealer. Oh, it really if is. He only they, has two henchmen, right? And they're both yeah. kind of shitty. And they're, at some point, they've shown him like having like like the main bad guy guy like who's in a tub. Yeah, he's having a meeting yeah. in the tub. in a tub. Uh, yes, getting that, like oh. a kind of a sponge bath but the girl looks like very not into giving him a sponge bath one of those mitts and she was just like (laughs) yeah whatever yeah scrub scrub while the two henchmen are sitting there like it's an uncomfortably small bathroom too that's what makes it even better like one guy is basically taking this meeting sitting on the toilet because there's nowhere else to be yeah and you can only see him in the mirror because not sitting on it like using it yeah there's just no room to get everyone in the shot yeah, it's and it's awkward, and you know he's taking a call on yeah. the phone yeah. inside the bathtub. But the point is, we meet this guy yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. And we're not going to see him for a while. No, right. but he's basically just like, get my money. We yeah. saw him in the beginning of the money. movie too. He was he the was, one. He was the one who well, yeah, yeah. threw yeah. that head out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, we're kind of like like I said, he's for what we're led to believe is the bad guy of the movie. He's really not. He's just a middleman. 
you know, no. a stupid middleman with two henchmen. Yep. But these henchmen are menacing the exotic dancer sister. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. And um, and Liberty shows up and is just like, she she she's onto it. Like, cause another another lady in the place is like, you know, there's these two two guys looking for her, and of course she does the I'm going to escape through the bathroom window mm-hmm. because you always can in a movie. Yeah. And immediately runs into Liberty, and she's like, oh my god, these guys, uh, we gotta get out of here. And then they just magically use Chuck Norris powers because <laughs> they get in the car and immediately take off. And then the guys just go and sit up from the car yeah. that was parked right behind them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Which, they how knew, they would have gotten like how they would no. number one. How would they have gotten there? But how would they have known? Yeah. How they would have gotten past. I mean, like logically, right. it just doesn't. Yeah, work. But no, whatever. They're yeah. They're so there. they're following them. Yeah. So that really only leads to a, a scene like like almost the next scene. But uh, um. I think he ends up talking to Jesse one more time or something. But anyway, he goes like he leaves the girl who's just been menaced by a henchman, leaves her behind. And of mm-hmm. course, like there's a there's a, a scene we don't see where they go and visit her and beat her the fuck up. Yep. And you know, he just comes to like her aid, but she's all yeah. like broken jawed. And I mean, she just looks messed up and the place is trashed. And he's like, what happened? Let me touch you on the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The part where you are bruised the most. Yeah. Let, me, let me touch you there. Let me bruise that up a yeah. little more for you. Yeah. Please. I mean, it's it's weird. If she just, I, I, I mean, obviously she's got a messed up jaw, but we, I honestly didn't understand a word. She said something about Jesse trouble, Jesse, he's here. Something mm-hmm. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Yeah. And so, he goes riding off to now meet up with Jesse, who is in some room being menaced by the guys tied up on a cement block with a, a wire around his neck uh, to the rafters. Mm-hmm. And they're like, tell us where it is. Tell us where it is. He busts in and is like, I know where it is. Don't kill. If you don't kill him, I'll tell you where it is. And they yeah, go, li- Liberty, hey, of course, they both know yeah, where it is. Liberty, yeah. of course, has no idea what they're, is they're even talking about. He's yeah. just trying to help his friend who right. saved him in the shit. In the shit. Yeah, yeah. No. They make a point to tell us that that you know he mm-hmm. saved his life, yeah. and so he owes him life the, dead or whatever. But the henchmen are basically like, eh, fuck you, and yeah. then they just kick the cement block out, yeah. f- from under Jesse, How and then rude. run away. Yes, and then just to be just woo. Right. Yeah, he like he kind of like hits one of them, and they're just like, oh, we give up, bye. Yep, later. And yeah. he, and, so the and, point is to find out where the money is, mm-hmm. or whatever. So they they kill the guy, kill who the one guy that knows. definitely knows, uh-huh. and run, run away. away from the other guy that says he knows. Yeah. Yep. And then it would it would appear that uh, Liberty then kind of swings gently from Jesse's dangling body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he doesn't seem to put up much fight into lifting him up so that he doesn't choke. No, he's just kind of hanging on to him, like, "Oh, you were hung. That's a tragedy." Yeah, even though like apparently he's... Jesse's neck is made of paper mache yeah. because he dies like instantly. Well, he was hanged because if he was hung, that would be a whole different movie. Okay, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Apologies. Yeah. Mm. Conjugate better <laughs> next time. <laughs> Don't you understand how yeah. this works? Diagram your sentence. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Jesse's dead. Yeah. I guess the money dies with him. Who knows? Sure. Never see the money. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it never comes back up. But the now, money everyone wants. Liberty is now. ostensibly now on a revenge mission for his scumbag friend Jesse. Mm-hmm. Totally. The movie is finally yeah. kicking into yep. gear so, now. Liberty and Bash are going to get together and gear up yep. and fucking murder everyone. Fuck yeah. Hold on, guys. Wait. What? Right? <laughs> Record scratch. You've missed out on a couple things here. What? Okay. have been going on in the sidelines of this movie. Okay. All right. Tell have us. Have we? Okay, for one. Have we? <laughs> for one, there's a running subplot of basically all of their, you know, the people they've been social counseling or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Just the cops are just like arresting them with no evidence and sure. just like they were there. So they're responsible because yeah. they have records, even though yep. they have no evidence against them or any of that. So there's a lot of back and forth with him going to the precinct, trying to talk to people. 
one of the uh, detectives who was in one of our earlier movies as well is there. Mm-hmm. Oh, the guy was in Black Gun. Yeah. Um, he, he's, there's something else really recent. Now I can't remember it. Are you course. talking about Sledgehammer Dude? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, well, Sledgehammer Dude. The Sledgehammer Dude was in... Sledgehammer no, Dude was, was in American Ninja, Ninja 2. 2. Yes. He was the lion. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, but yeah. He the detective is, guy was in Black yeah, Gun. But yeah. okay, yeah. Sledgehammer Guy is like the... Um, I guess he's like the city councilman or something. He's the commissioner. But, yeah, but they have this weird meet, like meeting where all, everyone's sitting in the room, like all the social workers, and he shows up, and and uh, Liberty shows up for like ten seconds to get yelled at by the guy because he's like, "Oh, your guys are in back in jail again. You're yeah. not doing your job." Yeah, way to go. Way to yeah. keep getting your guys arrested. Yeah, and he's like, "You know, the treasures are trumped up." Blah blah blah. There's that. There's that stuff going on. Yeah. So there's a lot of back and forth there. Okay. He's also got the girlfriend who did the Scarlett O'Hara thing in the beginning, mm-hmm. who every time he's with her, he's making breakfast and then runs and away. then running away. <laughs> and she says, we really, we never spend any time together. We need to talk more. And he goes, that's great and all, but I got to go. Yeah. See ya. I really will. Yeah. Because like in their bah. first conversation, like her, like third line of dialogue in the movie is basically like, I've got a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. As soon as she says that, I'm like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starting early. Yeah. So eventually, <laughs> yes, she tells him she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Which we all were like, well, of course she's pregnant. Because we were making jokes about her eventually telling him she was pregnant. <laughs> right. For like the first five minutes of the time they were together before she finally. De- well, yeah. It's actually well, like two well, or three scenes later. Oh, that yeah. She finally Even tells the first him. time he's like, uh, they're, to, we're, you know, they, she has her little Scarlet O'Hara moment, but the first time they're together at home and it's like, okay, yes, they're a couple. He's waking up and cooking her and he's like, I made you egg surprise. He's cooking like, her. Cooking, cooking for, for her, her, for her, yeah. And he's made her egg surprise. And we're like, yeah, surprise! I'm pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> but, but no, she's just like, well, yeah, maybe I need to time. talk. Yeah, he's running yeah. away. So, and eventually, yeah, she gets to tell him, "Hey, I'm pregnant." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "That's great. That's awesome. We're gonna have a baby together." And she's like, well, uh, is it a good thing?" <laughs> she's like, "You're kind of a loose cannon. Yeah, and- you're never home, and you work with drug dealers." <laughs> Yeah, so all of a sudden... soon. <laughs> I'm also interested in doing things. Yeah, yeah so all of a sudden, mm. this kind of becomes the main plot for a while. Yeah. I would say, yes, the absolute main plot. Where it's... For longer than <laughs> yes. it should. Yes. And it's very weird because they dance around the subject worse than we are dancing around it right now. Yeah. We're, and we're trying to dance pretty. Yeah. They avoid lightly. the A word for a very long time in this movie. Very long time. To the point where it's like a revelation at the end when someone says it. Yeah. That's but like the climax of the movie. It's very clear that she is deciding that she has a choice <laughs> she has to make. Mm hmm. And he is saying that. He's becoming increasingly worse through the entire second act of this movie to the point that at first he's like, what about us? We can move to a house with a white picket fence to the very end. It's like, what are you doing with my baby? Yeah. My baby. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole time she's like, well, I don't know. I want to think about it and then make a choice about what I want to do here. My baby. (laughs) And she basically says, you know, I, I have a career. I don't know if I'm ready to. Yeah. Give that up and be a mother. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of argument from the two sides. Uh Sure. Though the two sides going on. The two sides make it very clear where each of them stands. Mm -hmm. It goes on to then have another scene because there's another slightly older lady who works in the community center who 
is I, I I guess she's she's like the boss because she has a nicer office than everyone. It's not a nice office. She has a nicer office than everyone she, else. I thought she was she what's his plans. name's uh, like assistant or secretary. I don't no, think she was so. an actual caseworker. Yeah, I okay. think she, she was, did more actual cases. She had than the nice did. office. Everyone she, yeah. else kind of didn't seem to ever yeah. have an office. Anyway, but there's a scene with with uh, Liberty and her walking down the street, literally taking two sides of a debate team argument. Yeah, mm-hmm. like very clearly, and it's like it is a high school conversation what? that they're having. Yeah. It's just some regurgitated plot point or, you know, talking points. And it's like, yeah. And the thing, you know, what I find funny is all these people were protesting this place. And yet everyone that works there except her is like, you don't want to do that. Yeah. That's not something you should be doing. Yeah. It's weird. It, yeah. Because... And yet everyone's <laughs> protesting this place. <laughs> right. Everyone in the place has the opinion of, no, no, <laughs> you really don't want to do that. Yeah. But I mean, it's at this point where like they're walking down the street, just literally having this conversation. I'm like, the fuck movie are we watching? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because this like, is weird. We had drug dealers and people getting shot. And that at some point during this, um, the bad guys come after Liberty at his place. Yes. After she has almost broken up with him over an argument about the whole, you're going to get yourself killed. Well, I'm he gonna convinces have, her if to I'm stay. Gonna have a baby, you know, yeah, you got to be here, but you're not doing this right. He convinces you her know. to stay with more sex. Yeah, pretty much. And they have the sex. And then while yes. they're in bed, dudes with shotguns come out. Yeah. And just in start the alleyway. Blasting. Yeah. And so Which, yeah, suddenly apparently he's made a phone call to Lou Frigno of, Hey, watch my place. Right. Yeah. Because Lou so Frigno and this lady yeah. <laughs> in peace. Yeah. So Lou Give Frigno and his in peace and his crew are in the alley. And yeah. suddenly there's shotguns blasting and they're beating the crap out of these guys. And mm-hmm. Lou Frigno gets to fist fight both of them. Yeah. And eventually beat them up. He's the only one who actually does any good. The other 20 henchmen just immediately are just uh, useless. They're kids, by the way. I know. Mostly. It's, I'm, no, yes. I'm, I'm not saying this to you. I'm saying this to the world. By Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. But listen, Lou Ferrigno sent children to beat up two <laughs> thugs. Utes. Yes. He sent utes. utes. He sent yes. utes, Your Honor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, Maybe we shouldn't let Lou Ferrigno around, uh, around these utes. He's got apparently a legal scared straight program that he's yeah, allowed yeah, to but run. But it doesn't seem very responsible. There are several people in this movie that should probably not be around Utes. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. But but yeah, so they're, they end up beating up those two guys. And of course, Liberty wakes up and she wakes up and he's kind of like, maybe I should go downstairs and check on that. And it's like, yeah, somebody was shooting shotguns in our dumpster. Yeah. Maybe just outside the window. Maybe you should take a look. So okay. he goes out and he's like, I'm glad I told you to keep an eye on this. Yeah, but he takes like the longest route ever to get there because oh, yeah. he they hear the shotguns and he's like stay here and he throws a shirt on and goes out goes to go outside it takes him 20 minutes and to then get outside. the entirety of the fight happens and then he rolls up after the carnage and he's just like thanks for having my back man the, mm. the only things to note about this are number one like his students are not very good at fighting right like they're getting their ass kicked a lot and then eventually i, I guess they, they finally deal with the smaller of the two guy but the bald muscular dude and Lou Ferrigno basically end up throwing down in a feats of strength. Yes, they do. They do the wrestling like, come on, test strength with me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which in a real fight is dumb. <laughs> it's but pretty yeah. dumb. Yeah, but eventually he like, you know, throws his hands down and then begins to punch him. And yeah. No, he doesn't. He like headbutts him in the gut. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, Ferrigno wins one way or another. And the, the culmination of this is Ferrigno is basically like, we're going to take care of these guys. 
And, and uh, Liberty's like, no, 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 take him to the police station. We're yeah. doing this all by the books. Yeah, I don't know what they were going to mm-hmm. do. Put him in the wood chipper or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're gonna, they were going to boo shimmy them. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, no, no, just just take him to yeah, the law. No, it's no. okay. And he's like, oh, man, man. All right. Help me, you know, Dino and Bobby or whatever. His name was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I was so looking Dino. forward to know. One of them was Dino name was Dino. And Bra- Bobby. There was, one of them's name maybe, was literally, that's yeah. the only one I remember. Cause maybe Wonton was there too. Wonton might yeah. have been there. But yeah, I think he was actually. <laughs> yeah, he was. But, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, but she sees this out the window and is like, mm, yeah, no. This life. Nothing's going to nope. change. Yeah. <laughs> the worst so oh uh, in, in a nutshell what happens now is they take them to the cops and because the cops are corrupt they immediately let them go so all of this starts right back up literally mm-hmm. the next day yeah yeah and, well and also he goes to the funeral right of jesse mm-hmm. where yep. you know he meets we up with the sister finally meet the wife who we yeah. has been talked about a lot yeah but hasn't showed up for near the what 45 nearly an hour of this movie yeah. at this point yeah it's close to the start of act three when yeah. this happens yeah, yeah, but he should, he you know I don't know he talks to her she's just she's she's just my a lady. kids yeah, find my kids my, find whatever. the stuff my please with the kids mm-hmm. and yeah. things protect us so. yeah um and then I I don't know basically God what does happen I don't even know. I can well, sum this up in a couple sentences all right yeah go for it it gets increasingly uncomfortable between yes. Liberty and his girlfriend to where it basically becomes a shouting match of. I am pro-life. You are pro-choice. We are shouting at each other. Mm-hmm. And it, it, <sighs> and she runs up crying and, ha- and has also gone to see the older lady, whatever, yeah. and, and gotten a card for some competent people that could take care of this. Right. Out of state. Out, Out of, of state. state. Yeah. yeah. But also there is a point where he is talking to the coworker and he says, I just want to chain her to the bed and not let her up until she puts that baby for, into yeah, my hands. Yeah, he says hands. for nine months for nine until months. that baby pops out into my hands. Yeah, and he's not like, really and, saying and it like creepy. almost an exact quote yeah, yeah. from creepy. the movie. And it's not really a joke. Close. He's not joking. No. And that's what's really, really strange and uncomfortable about everything that's going on is he's increasingly nutty about this. Like, it, it's... It, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 keep bad in mind because this movie's called Liberty and Bash, and it's about drug lords and a drug deal gone yeah. bad, and their jungle friend has yeah. been killed, and, and Lou Ferrigno, yeah, fighting and car chases and explosions. But no, the entire second half is devoted to this dumbass high school debate team yep. discussion about this topic, and it makes you hate almost everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Including almost? Liberty. Well, almost? I don't hate the girlfriend. The I girlfriend actually, is perfectly I actually, acceptable. I now actually hate the concept of Liberty <laughs> because of this movie. <laughs> well, we said that but kid's going to be named Tyranny. Okay. So yeah. Bash, is our, Bash has nothing to do with anything. He just shows up like a yeah. like a like, we like need a wizard. Beat up. He's like the Hulk. <laughs> he just shows up out of the yeah. out of the mist. Like I'm here. You know, it's he's like, just going from town to town solving problems. Right. Exactly. Walking off. Yeah. Sad music. Yeah. yeah. But so yeah, there's that whole debate going on throughout yeah and eventually how does it get to the point where i guess he finds out the club where the henchmen have gone sure and where the bad guy yeah is. yeah because he, so, he and bash like meet up 
and with gun guns. up. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, like we're taking care of this shit. Do this. And, and, it's, and it's even weirder because well, they one just... one gun apiece. Like, I mean, they didn't It's more than up. anyone has had up yeah. until this point. But yes. the gun up montage is also ruined by the fact that this is now directly... I, I don't think... I think he's actually still in the same room. We haven't even had a scene change. He's yelling at her about my baby, my rights, not your rights, my rights to the baby. Yeah. And she runs off like crying gets in a car and is like ostensibly going to whatever clinic mm -hmm. and now he's like all right it's time to gun up and it's like what the fuck yeah like it's just literally like well okay that well, I've, I've said my piece let me we go should probably gun up here they started this argument with him just doing arm bar curls yes oh yeah he's Weird. standing he's, on his yeah. roof angrily working like, out not even looking at her or speaking to her yeah. while she's trying to talk to him yeah. Yep. And half of it, he's just muttering to himself, like yeah. my baby. Yep. It's <laughs> working out. Yeah. It's, oh, it's uh -huh. uncomfortable. Just, it, it's one of those cases where, like, you you wonder, you kind of don't wonder where the filmmakers stood on any of this, because they make his argument so terribly for him that it's kind of like that had to be intentional, right? I think it had to be pointing out some kind of hypocrisy because. He very clearly wants to murder people in the oh, third yeah. act. Yeah. With his bare hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who doesn't? And really? it's and does. For someone who is so I mean, I know it it just fits that stereotype and that's what it seems like this movie's trying to do, mm -hmm. but to do it with your hero is the wrong way to do it. Yeah. It I it's unbe it's unbelievable. I mean, it's so unbelievable. You look this movie up on the internet, and there's no mention of any of this. Yeah. Until we added IMDb, which I think we, yeah. we should. It's not a plot keyword. It's not on the Wikipedia page. It is nowhere. And yep. it is a huge chunk of this movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. So yeah. anyway, now so anyway, he's, they've he's gone geared up, the and, and it's like back to the movie you thought you were going to watch. Yeah. Because, <laughs> almost. There's another whole thing coming up soon. But mm -hmm. he gears up. Lou Ferrigno gears up. They, get, they jump in their badass El Camino. And uh, go down to this club. And now this is a fully functional, strange, albeit strange, nightclub. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are ladies dancing in skimpy outfits. There are guys dancing in skimpy outfits. And then there's just standard patrons yes. and a standard bar. They don't discriminate. It, it's a strange club, but it, it's fully functional. And he just walks right in, you know, gun up in the air, not trying to disguise it everyone. And everyone righteously mm -hmm. drops to the ground <laughs> yeah. like oh dear god and the yeah, dj just to picks up a phone out. and goes he's here right yeah and so like yeah uh, yeah and so he's just like going straight up the stairs and we hear the conversation of some people upstairs about yeah he's just coming up all, all by himself this this guy's crazy we're, mm -hmm. we're gonna take him well and the wife is up there Jesse's wife is up there and yeah. she's I like I didn't notice that at first I mean I knew she was there but I didn't recognize it was her I was like I thought it was just lady you know like yeah. I thought it might be sponge bath lady I, I no they, don't, they didn't they didn't linger on her long enough for me to go oh that's the wife mostly because she's barely in the movie and right. I didn't yeah. have any time to yeah. identify with her but no it, it's her and she's there with Mr. B the you know right. the, the boss guy and and yeah, and she's just Liberty like comes through the door and just like it's like what the <laughs> fuck are you doing here yeah and because she, she's like, you know, you said you wouldn't kill him. And, you know, and, and mm -hmm. Mr. B's just like, as soon as you see his head, fucking shoot him. Yeah. yeah. End this. So he does blast one of the guys who killed Jesse. Oh, right through a window. Right through it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. The not strong guy. Yeah. Machine gun to the chest. <laughs> mm -hmm. Blow him through the. The crazy thing is that this looks like the old school, like, like non uh, tempered glass. Because, like, it yeah. looks like it breaks and like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's a sugar glass, but I mean, it yeah. breaks like old school glass. Yep. Like oh. non-tempered sugar glass. Yeah, non-tempered mm. sugar glass. Yeah, mm. non-tempered sugar glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um. So, but then he like 
they get in this weird confrontation where Mr. B is like taking the wife and is like, I'll kill her. Mm-hmm. And then it somehow manages to like back out of the of the scene. Yeah, like he, he just, runs away with her. He just her. gets out somehow. Yeah. And, and Liberty has to fight the giant dude. bald dude. Yeah, big dude. So yeah. he, you know, he fights and strangles. And like the the way the fight goes is like they end up like kind of going around the, this room and, and it's like a private part of the of the bar because like there's bar paraphernalia. There's like a secondary bar and like, you know, little bottle tables and things yeah, like that with it's lights. Like private and stuff. office but for they, entertaining. But they go around and basically like knock out all the lights. Yeah. And it, like almost mm-hmm. seemingly on purpose. Yeah, and, so the floor is lit. But yeah. you can't see either participant. They're right. just kind of wrestling around. So you can tell they're two bodies and that's about it. Right. But so anyway, he ends up like wrapping a cord around his neck and strangling him to death. Mm-hmm. You know, thus going back to the original yes. uh, revenge thing. Okay. It never gives the guy a chance. Never just no. like, hey, man, you want to be scared straight or something? Let's fix. No, no it's <laughs> no. just like, I'm going to fucking murder you. Well, he's murdered both henchmen now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> um. I don't know where Frigno was in all this. because he, he was in the alley guarding the gate. Because Yes, because Guy is about to get away and they do this whole thing where they confront her and confront... Is this is this the point where it comes out that like she was in on all this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the wife basically like... It, it gets revealed like, either through Lou her... Lou Frigno and the gang yeah. have stopped him in the alley <laughs> with the girl. That's right. my favorite set. Lou and the gang. <laughs> Lou and the gang. But basically, like, she gave up Jesse, her own husband, in order to get away and be absolved of all this, I guess. Yeah. And they're like... And the sisters just showed up out of nowhere. Probably, yeah. well, this was her club, I think. Is this a, is this, No, this isn't the strip club. She was there. She was. She drove up is with Is this place also the strip yes. club? Yes. Okay. One club. Whatever. But yeah, but she's suddenly with the gang and just out of nowhere, something like, you bitch. Yeah, yeah. you two-faced bitch. Ah, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And- so, like, Mr. B is threatening to shoot her in the face, and everyone in the in the crowd is like, fuck her. What, sh- what a piece of shit. And yeah. it's like, well, this is an awkward negotiation. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the wife is like, I've got kids to worry yeah. about. And she's like, you don't have kids anymore. Yeah. They're my kids my now. My kids now. <laughs> Everybody's claiming kids in this movie. Yeah, just... Yeah. If you want kids, yeah, just yeah. raise your hand. They really That's are. a very good point. <laughs> what the fuck? Louis? I don't know. Yeah. Kids are but property. anyway, like I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what happens, but they get, she gets away. Wife is fine, and I, I don't know, runs away. Whatever, right? Pretty much, because basically Mr. B the runs wife away. and the sister start fighting. Yeah, and sure. Mr. B gets in a car and gets out of there somehow. Right. Like they all like there's a whole gang of guys, and none of them can chase him down. Yeah, but I mean, the we're done with the sister and the and the. Jesse's wife like mm-hmm. yeah we it's just kind of like, it's kind of like all right well we guess we got to chase him in the car because they get back on the badass El Camino and, and tear ass across town now our detective from earlier has just like magically kind of shown up again <laughs> he's just driving home he says it looks like he's driving home he well, looks no, like they do say at some point he's like he must have believed us about that's the whole dumb. thing that yeah, had to be filmed as some yeah. sort of excuse to have him there because he is just driving home so he, he was, was bad like, too no, I think oh, okay. he was just on his way home. Right. Well, anyway, like this. Yeah, there was a whole scene earlier where yeah. he brought him to a guy that had been in prison who might have had some information, yeah. and he was like, basically, Liberty was working with this cop tentatively. Yeah, sure. And then, they, they but he wasn't it. sure whose side the cop was. Yeah, on, they explain but, it in a throwaway bit of dialogue. Right. It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. But, but all that matters is he chases the car and he misses a turn and like. Like this box truck, this box truck's going through the intersection. And he's just like, "Oh, look at that truck there!" And then it's like right up on him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, how myopic is your vision? So like, yeah. he doesn't hit the yeah. truck, no. but that's the end. Of, like he's yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. That's, he's the, that's, that's the end of his arc. Yeah, but yeah. So like, he's, the, he's a poor driver. <laughs> they 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 end up <laughs> good detective, <laughs> poor driver. Right. I don't think he's very good detective either. No. Okay, <laughs> average <laughs> detective, yeah. worst poor driver. driver. <laughs> 
Yeah. This summer on FX, (laughs) average detective, worst driver. Oh, isn't that loose cannons? Yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, but so okay, yeah, so, yeah. so, so they catch up. Well, they catch up, but they go to the community center. Everyone it converges at the community center because mm-hmm. first, well, Liberty's girlfriend has gone there. Mister B, the bad guy, is pulled out his uh, Zach Moore cell phone and is called <laughs> right. uh, called Sledgehammer, the the chief yes. you know, police commissioner. Yes, and said, "Meet me here. I want my money. <laughs> Meet me here. I want my money." Because right. he, mm-hmm. he just keeps repeating, "I want my money." Yeah. And um, so, like, but their pl- their meeting place is to go to the community. Go center to the community center because apparently they have access to the film there. It's a building that they can shoot in. Sure. So, like, the girlfriend has gone there I to mean, logically for the movie. There is no reason for them to, these people Absolutely to meet up there. Not zero None. reason. But so the girlfriend has gone there to gather information about the out of state place because she's going to deal with this yeah, issue so once it's and a, for all. Three a.m. It's yes. the time to do it. So while she's there, she calls the older lady who works there. And just says, I'm going to be off work for a while. Take care. And she's like, oh, no. And then so she's on her way to the building. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Mr. B has entered the building. Right. And he's, he's hiding in older lady's office. Yes. Commissioner guy has come to the building. Or no, commissioner guy shows up he first. He was there already Because he's office. standing in the shadows in the office. Yes. Turn on the lights. Yeah. And then Mr. B comes on, flips on the lights. And is like, give me my money. Okay. You're a son of a bitch. You know. And then the money's here. I don't know how it got here, but well, he's just is, like thumbing that's through. That's what like, I'm saying. i got money. I don't think this is, the, this is not what was originally hidden by Jesse. Okay. This is money that was owed to Mr. B by the police commissioner for facilitating whatever the fuck the deal was. All righty. So that's what I'm saying. He's Mr. B is not even like the bad guy. He's just the middleman of whatever this is. Yep. Yeah. That's he's what's just, fucking stupid. It's like he's just getting paid. And the police commissioner is like, oh, yeah, I hope you enjoy that. I don't really not that big of a stack of money. Ha ha. Pew. Yeah. And shoots him with the movie silence. Silencer, pistol. which everyone in the building hears. Mm-hmm. Every single person in the building just goes, oh, because right? <laughs> like Liberty's in the building now. Bash is in the building now. Yep. The the girlfriend who's in a totally different office hears it. They Rizzoli all hear it. is there. I yeah. Was there. So the girlfriend Franklin, throws Tango, open the door Dash. to the office and the guys me like, oh, you're here. Great. Well, come over here. I'm going to have to kill you now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he goes, well, you're here. You're just in time. Yeah. I just stopped him from killing you. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. No, I didn't stop him from killing you. He's going to kill He's, you. He killed you. And then yeah. I killed him. So but he shot himself in the in the chest stomach. As you somehow. do. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Yeah. I can't right go on with this world. <laughs> yeah. Liberty and Bash. With this world. Yeah. <laughs> Liberty and Bash are outside the double doors, just sitting there trying to figure out who it is. They're mm-hmm. like, do you recognize the voice? No. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know either. I'm going in. <laughs> yeah, and he just like goes through the door and same scenario, just like, ha! And she, he <laughs> just, of course, is like, grab girl and gun to head. Yeah. What are you going to do? And he's like, oh, it's he's, you. He doesn't even have the gun to her head. He's just pointing he at, it, it to at, her side. at Liberty. He has it to her no, side. No, he's pointing it at Liberty most Oh, that's of the right. Time. Oh, that's, that's right. That's true. Time, yeah. And then he eventually It's another it sta- same kind of standoff. And basically, he's just like, Oh, I can't believe it's you. And what are you doing here? And puts his gun down. Now, Lou Ferdinand is now outside the door, just chilling. Yep. Uh, older lady is is on her way to the clinic. <laughs> she, like, and at some point, <laughs> she, she hears the gunshot, too, and is like running for the office. And he grabs her and is like, shh. Yeah. Now. She's like, ooh. <laughs> now. Yeah. This, this now. final this confrontation. the weirdest final confrontation we've seen in a very long time. Ever? Because, because he's just like, uh, because Liberty's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I had to stop by and get an address for something. He's like, you oh. were getting an address for an abortion. Yeah. 
And she's like, well, I could, it's... And, I just and, and, look at the lifestyle you live in. And yeah. basically, they, <laughs> best part, they, yes. pick, they pick right back up with their yeah, argument. Their argument from earlier. And the commissioner is like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about any of this. I'm Shut going to up. shoot you. Yeah. I'm going to shoot her. Yeah. I'm going to shoot everyone. Yeah. Literally, they just, like, this goes on for like three straight minutes of their back and forth continued. Yeah. And yeah. then at one point, he's just like, Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Because yeah. Liberty and his girlfriend are, are interacting with each other and nobody else while the commissioner is just losing his mind that no one is paying attention to him. Yeah. To the point where the movie, <laughs> the camera even almost pans off of him. So you only see the interaction between Liberty and the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It just, it cuts this character out of the meanwhile there's a guy standing here with a gun to yeah them. and and he just increasingly is and just liberty doesn't give off. a shit he's, nope. he's just like what about our future together yeah what a, you're not you're just gonna throw that all away it's my baby mm-hmm. yeah it, this is unacceptable and you know and her it, her argument is basically look at the situation yeah, we're yeah. in look at your life and the commissioner's like yeah look at the situation <laughs> you're in look at me <laughs> yeah. yes. pay more attention to the situation you are currently in wherein i have a gun and your girlfriend yeah um, soon to be ex-girlfriend yeah and but it, eventually it all just comes down to like some weird coordinated attack of dive and he jumps on the girl lou Ferrigno comes from around the door and shoots him in yeah you know, in, but lou Ferrigno gets shot in the stomach yeah yeah so and it's like all right hooray and then you know like immediately the the older social worker lady is like oh my god this guy's been shot our, our good guy here and and they're just like are you okay are you okay we're gonna have this baby right and, and they're just like they don't give two shits about Lou Ferrigno no, they and always then, walk and off harm and they don't even pay attention they've made it clear there's only one life in this movie they right. give a shit yes. about any others fuck you and they're like like what's great what's kind of great about it's like the social worker lady is like oh my god this guy he's a good guy why do you not care and then he's just like eh, bulletproof best yeah huh? You know, yeah. yeah, she's like, oh, oh. you're fun. Yeah. And then, like, it's like, here's what's weird. It's like, I swear there was, like, one of the very first interactions between uh, Liberty and this lady was take, uh, I think, Wonton to my, you know, unorthodox rehabilitation guy. Right. So how did Bash and this lady never meet? I don't know. Because it, this was their, also their first meeting. Like, well, I it see you It seemed met. like uh-huh. that lady's job was to transport people to Bash's thing. Maybe they had like some kind of like dead drop or something. Like, <laughs> just like, just like, <laughs> tie him up to a light post. <laughs> collected yeah, just, yeah. in the dead of night. They yeah. just leave him in a dumpster and Bash picks him no, up no, no, later. No, no, no. Uh, no. All right. <laughs> Fair oh. enough. Yeah. Yeah. But the movie basically ends like with the two of them walking out like Liberty and the girlfriend and she's just basically like, let's go have this baby. And then it basically just fades to black and yep. there's credits. It's like, what in the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> what about any of that what? made you change basically, your mind? In the basically, if fuck, just the movie tells you if if a if a woman won't bend to your will, yeah. then traumatize her into it. Yes, mm-hmm. because apparently that works. It's oh, it is so awkward and bad and uncomfortable. It just what in the hell? They say relationships built on extreme circumstances seldom last. Yeah, true. Look, <laughs> look at what happened at the beginning yeah, of Speed, speed Two. two yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's all you need to know about life. Yes, Speed Two. That's all you need to know. <laughs> really, you've learned it all. As long as you understand why Keanu Reeves was not in Speed Two, you understand <laughs> it life. It wasn't the money. <laughs> it wasn't artistic integrity. Yeah, no. it was that their relationship was just never going to work. It was built with. Based on it, traumatic circumstances, yeah. it was destined to fail. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this fucking movie ends. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. No, yeah. too soon. Oh, holy God! This movie's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a bad movie. <laughs> it made 
worse by everything in it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It was, it's like we were just it's shocking. <laughs> it's, we like we just had the same attitude as the guy as the commissioner guy. We're just yeah. like shut up. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. Like whatever it's your life. We don't care. Pay attention to me with the gun. Do gun yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, it, it, three bags. This is not it it's not anything we want. I, I feel like we were given a false Yeah. Oh, we were ripped off. Yeah. Oh yeah. This completely. is the Amazon Prime Day of movies. <laughs> <laughs> we promised something. That is a prime example yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah, we got something completely different yeah. that was not good. Yeah. Yeah. Three I, bags. It's not it's even the fight stuff isn't fun. Yep. I can echo that exact same sentiment, and I will give that one bag for each member of that unhappy family that's about to exist. <laughs> So three, yeah. So okay, three. just making sure I mean, it's like two and a half now, but it will it will mature into a three okay, eventually. So okay, same reasons. I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck? You're literally yeah, and- you're literally gonna have a, a, an abortion argument throughout your entire second act of a movie. That's a dumb and a good fucking portion action. of the third act. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when it affects and your then, entire climax of the film, it's, and when you can somehow make it so I don't agree with either side right, yeah, by exactly. the end of your movie, like yeah. I think both sides suck yeah. by the end of the movie, you fucked up. Yeah. And also, it has no fucking place in a direct-to-video action movie called Liberty and Bash, yeah, starring right. Lou fucking Ferrigno. About a drug deal gone bad. Yes. <laughs> Liberty and Bash you over the head with stupid messages. Yeah, I mean... Uh, that are very unclear. Mixed like, messages. We're still not sure. No, I no have idea. no idea what the politics of these filmmakers were. None. None. No idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Just, hey, nope. guys, there's an issue. Yep. Here it is. <laughs> You're yep. going to shout about it a lot. I, I echo what everyone said. Three bags. This, I mean, it's kind. Of, I mean, it's kind of an experience watching it, going into it not knowing what it's about. Yeah, it's 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 almost jaw dropping in places that it keeps happening to the point where you just go, "This lead character is a total piece of shit." Mm-hmm. I've never seen a movie turn on itself like that before. Yeah, and not redeem him. Yeah, at all. He's kind of garbage. It's. It, it, <sighs> So, three bags. It's I, I just I it's it's I can't believe we I can't believe it happened. So BJ, what'd you think? Um, I will see your three bags a piece, um, and I will raise you a bag. Four so bags, four whole oh, okay. bags. Wow. Um, because not only is it just a mess with the weird unidentifiable source preachiness. Um, it's also sort of offensively bad and it's, it's poorly made. It's poorly lit. Um, you may see a theme there with the movies that I, that I bag. Mm. Um, but it's not an action movie. No, it's not. It's, it says it is. Yeah. It's <laughs> and all the action that it does is really bad. Yeah. Like the fight scenes are bad, the gunplay is bad, the driving is bad, the just motion from place to place is bad. It's no explosions. Um, no, nary an explosion. Yeah. Um, and it and the acting is pretty much atrocious. Um, yeah. it doesn't have much redeemable about it. It didn't make me like. It didn't give me the seething anger of a five five bags movie, but it was working on it. It yeah. was trying. So four bags. Go to hell. <laughs> yep. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, 
with all that being said, I think it's time for a break, right? Yeah. Where we will probably not be joined by Mackie. Nope, I'm out. Bye. Good night, everybody. Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying how much you love me. Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying what you're thinking of me. I can see it. Your face is glowing. I can see it in your eyes. I'm happy and knowing that you're having my baby. You're the woman I love and I love what it's doing to you. Having my all right, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey the yes, second half. We're here for more talking. Yes, cool. About Mackie. Yeah, because no, he Mackie no, has gone home. Okay, good. Yes, to no, nope. <laughs> Damn it. to be with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway. Who uh, saw movies? I saw a. I don't watch the Saw movies. I saw. Let me think about it. Let me. I saw a movie. I, I saw more movies, but I have a movie I would like to talk about. I would like to hear about your a movie. This movie is new to DVD and Blu-ray. All right. Um. And first off, I will say I would highly recommend you pick it up. <laughs> Do via, I have a guess? I have the means via our store <laughs> or links on the Amazon. Oh, all right. Amazon. No, anyway, go on. No, I, I do actually recommend this movie. I watched Ex, Ex Machina. Oh. Yes. Okay. There's, there's no deus about it, about it. Just ex machina. Just ex machina. Also not related to um, the comic book, which I believe is Brian K. Vaughn. Okay. Not related. All right. Uh, so I can see that this movie is probably going to divide a lot of people. So I, I do recommend it, but I... Is going to cut them in half? If you don't like it, it's okay. I, I'm not, you're not going to offend me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is made by Alex Garland, who is the writer of... Uh, we wrote both the book and the movie of the beach. He's done several Danny Boyle, high-profile Danny Boyle movies. He did Twenty Eight Days Later, and he did one of my favorites, Sunshine. Okay. So, a lot of the things that could be said about those movies are not Danny Boyle's fault. It's it's his, and and the way his movies tend to kind of go to a almost twisty bit at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been fine with those. <laughs> You know, I didn't hate the end of 28 Days Later. I didn't hate the end of Sunshine. I can see it doesn't offend me if you say I hate where this went. Right. But I I, I get it. And Beach does that, too. Beach goes fucking nuts at the end, too. Yes, it does. (laughs) Um, But this one reigns it in a bit. I don't think it goes as crazy towards the end. But I I just absolutely love this movie. The the world that he creates and, and, and by proxy... Danny Boyle was able to create in something, create in something like Sunshine. It's very much the same kind of universe here, mm-hmm. like this uh, believable technological future. Um, the movie, I'm not, I don't want to give too much of the plot away, but the movie is essentially about a guy uh, played by Oscar Isaac, who's kind of like uh, he's supposed to be kind of like the head of Google or a company like Google that has also branched off into making phones and just things that basically have. All of the world's information, a and tech so giant. yeah, he is a tech giant, billionaire, you know, multi times over, and is this recluse that lives out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. in this like research 
place. Like he just has this sprawling uh, mansion thing that's like mostly underground in this remote place. And the plot of the movie is, is he has this contest where he picks one of his employees to come spend a week with him on this, you know, ranch and pick his brain and work with him and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as you can probably figure from the pictures and everything like that, he is designed in artificial intelligence. And you know, all, all of this is like stuff that is revealed like in the first like 10 minutes of the movie. So I'm not spoiling anything. And this guy that, that he ends up bringing there is supposed to come and test whether this artificial intelligence can pass um, the Turing test, which is basically, can you interact with this without knowing that it's a machine? Right. And that's basically what the movie is about, is this guy sitting there talking to the artificial intelligence and Oscar Isaac. And I loved every bit of it. I, I, I love this movie to death. Hmm. It's easily in my top five of the mo- of the year. So ex- unless something crazy comes out later, expect that to come up in the Golden Jacks. Um, I just I love the tech. I love the look. I love the performances in this movie. Um, just highly highly recommend it. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what else I can really say without like getting into spoilery territories. I mean, the special effects are just cool all around mm-hmm. and not in the like you know let's blow shit up kind of way it's just i mean you, you've probably seen pictures of the of the of the ai girl that he's created and yeah. like she's not she's got skin and bits but it's like not all of her you know it's like it's like there's parts of her that are metallic and like this this uh, carbon fiber weave thing mm-hmm. so there's like these kind of like clear bits of her you know body that are like that and uh, it's just it's very cool and not in like a ooh ah kind of way more like that Zemeckis of like I'm using CG to enhance the thing, not be the whole thing, right? You know, so, but like all the all the tech in the house is like seems like a plausible way that tech is going now. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like that too distant of the future. I mean, it's a leap because unless someone's secretly designing things like this advanced somewhere, right? It, it seems logical that, this, that thing might, things might be going this way. Um, just related to that, are you watching Humans? Not watching humans, no. Kind of, uh, not this exact same kind of thing, but okay. an an interesting parallel to what you're talking about. Okay, worth maybe a look. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we're going to need to have a TV talk sometime soon because I have been watching Mr. Robot. Yeah, um, which is pretty fucking fantastic. That's Thank you for watching that. Pretty yeah. great, Mr. Um, Robot. Yeah, yeah. So you watch Mr. Robot. I, I, I don't know where I got to. Yeah, um, but no, I just I mean I feel like we're it's it's probably a little too early in the season to say like declare it awesome awesome but i mean i think like we need to revisit our tv talk yeah some second half here mm-hmm. sometime soon so i think we will um i know we have some listener correspondence but do we want to talk like over the past weekend we had comic con happen so a lot of especially nerdy bits of movie news and stuff have come out all the care. things came out Everybody got excited I mean, about them all. Yeah, Nobody, I mean, I, there wasn't a whole lot of crapping on things this, this yeah i i, I mean around. you know you know me i don't like you know, hype and teasers and trailers and all that stuff, but it's it's kind of hard to like when like almost the entire news cycle for a three to five day period is like look at this these things coming out and these pe- panels and people revealing things and oh mm-hmm. my god what did somebody say that they probably shouldn't have said about a movie you know, <laughs> right that they probably totally meant to say because everything's probably totally planned yeah um but we got like a more extended look at the Batman and Superman versus Superman movie Batman VC V soup <laughs> yep Bat V soup yep. Um, and like Suicide Squad and a lot of other comic booky things. I I will say for as awkward as Man of Steel was, mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we've talked that movie to death about how it's kind of like 50% great movie, 50% just like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Um, to take the end of that movie and work it into this as the origin for Batman? Well, I, I don't think it's that. Oh, I do. I think they've started all over again. That's what I got from the trailer. Oh, I don't think that's the case at all. Okay. Oh. It, it sure as hell looked like... Okay, well, I mean... It sure as hell looked like that's the thing that made Bruce Wayne say, okay... Batman time. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. No. If they do that, then you have people even more pissed than me at the end of Man of Steel. Okay. Well, I that's what I, I took I, from the trailer, because it mean, looked like they're showing his parents get murdered again and all that stuff. It looks yeah, like a I straight out reboot. I guarantee you that. No, I'm pretty sure we're past reboot. I, if they do that, it's going to be um, it, it's going to be this dumb like Spider-Man thing. Like, why the fuck are we watching this again? We just watch. We've watched. We like literally yeah. everyone knows Batman's origin story. We don't need to see. And I think that's why they cast Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's what forty now. Yeah. So I think it's supposed to be like maybe he's hung I think, up. I think that, yes. I think this is supposed to be after. I think this isn't post Nolan's world. Nolan has a he is producing this shit, right? Or you know directing or whatever. Yeah. So I think this isn't the, the post Batman Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Like he's just like all right, you've pulled me back in because I got to. Okay. So, well, I, whatever, whichever way they go with yeah. it, um, it it just seems super interesting to me. Sure. It, it's like it, it almost makes that whole dumb ending possibly mean something. Yes. I feel like it's uh, no pun intended, like clean up sure. to that, because I think of the reaction of like people suddenly. The thing is, like, if, you, if you're going to give us a world like the bat the nolan batman series and then say this is interconnected when you make man of steel mm-hmm. people are, are going to look at it and go well, you just fucked up an entire city and millions of people live there yeah so i mean if, if you're going to create this world of of you know reality based superheroes don't be surprised when people flip the fuck out when two you know kryptonians are battling in the middle of a city right. going that seems excessive why didn't you take that out to a desert <laughs> yeah. you know so I, I feel like this is almost maybe reactionary. I'd, I'd like to think they had this planned and that was why all that happened, but I, I don't think it was. Okay. <laughs> That's my belief. If it is, good for them for you know doing this. But I mean, I, I, I don't okay. know. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sold on this either because I think Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor seems dumb. I, they could go a million ways with it, but like, God, that line is terrible. It is. He says at the end. Yeah. It's, it's, I thought it was interesting casting and I was okay with it. And but now like the clips that they decided to use for the trailer, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Maybe it'll get better. You know. Sure. Who knows? You can't. You just really should not judge things by trailers. No, and no. also, if you're interested in seeing this movie at this point, never watch another piece of advertising for exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Stop now. Yes. So I mean, like I was kind. I I was in from the teaser, but I was super curious as to what the what was the pull through this movie, and so I had to watch this trailer. And yeah, I'm, like, I, I'm in. I don't need to see. I've else. reversed my stance. I mean, I, I think I said there's no way I'll see another Zack Snyder Superman movie, but then I was like, you know what? I probably. I think even back then I may have even recanted and said, you know what? I probably would just because I mean I'm the fucker that saw Catwoman. Maybe not. I didn't see it in the theater, but like <laughs> I'll sit through just about any comic book movie. Right. You know. I. You know. So knowing that that was going to be garbage, this was like after the people were like, holy shit, what the fuck is this yeah. reaction? I was like, I'm still going to watch it because what do I have to do? What do I have better to do than watch <laughs> yeah, all the point. shitty, you know, Superman or superhero super sure. movies? So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's this might this might have actually done the opposite of what I needed it to do, which was like this might have like built up a little more more confidence in it for me than mm-hmm. I had because, I, you know, when I was at zero, you know, something like Terminator, it was like this can only go up. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, thoughts on the Suicide Squad, the other big one they they announced. I didn't watch it. No, didn't. Okay. I, I, you know, I mean, I 
it, it feels like half that movie leaked out onto Twitter. Sure. Already. And, and I think that's completely their intention of like this, you know, not homegrown viral marketing. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it does feel like that. We're letting this shit slip. Ah, look at this cell phone footage from the set that we got leaked. Yeah. You know. I just, that movie to me seems like it's been so, everyone's been so hyper-focused on every little leak that's come out and everything. It's just like, I'll see that movie and I'll judge it for what it is when I see it. I don't need to see little clips because everyone is just super focused on like, you know, Harley Quinn wouldn't wear that. And oh, my God, what have they done to the Joker and this and that? I'm just like, I, you know, whatever. Let me see the vision, the overall vision for it. He's in the Avengers. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll see that, too. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this movie because of the concept. I'm afraid like. My naysaying of it comes down to I'm afraid that they're going to put too much reliance and maybe that's just because of what the the internet has done with it, mm-hmm. that they're going to put too much reliance on like tying in the Joker when he's not supposed to be a part of this. Right. Like I, I think I'm afraid that they're going to they're, the hype machine is going to turn him into a bigger part than it should be mm-hmm. when it should just be kind of like a throwaway like maybe we'll use this later. Right. And I'm afraid that they're going to let like somebody like Will Smith do too much dead shot when he's just supposed to be part of a team. You know, like let this you know star power right because it's supposed to be just an ensemble thing. It's not supposed to be like any one of these people is. If anything, um, I believe it's Rick Flag is like the quote unquote leader of this. Mm-hmm. You know, need they need these people need to have more screen time. So I, it'll be interesting to see if Will Smith can sort of blend into a an ensemble because right. he's never really done that. Right. Um, but you would think if he signed on to do it, he's got to realize you know, hey, no one's going to see the movies that I make by myself anymore. Right. Time to maybe you know pull the reins back yeah. let some other people carry the weight and if you saw the trailer i mean which you didn't um it would seem that they're uh pushing more of uh, margot roby as harley quinn like mm-hmm. to be the like here's the person you're going to identify with yeah which that, that does seem to that's be like a strange the... i mean let's like go with her i mean she's not a leadership character she's too right. wild card you unhinged. know like <laughs> yeah too unhinged for that to really work yeah. as like a you're supposed to follow her and she Joker and her work as a villain character, not a leading the movie character. Right. You know? I, I think with that, um, that's more of just a kind of pandering to the internet. Sure. Yeah, I think so too. Because Harley Quinn is like internet darling kind of thing. So if you're going to put out this footage on right. the internet, give yeah. the internet what it so, wants. I don't know. That's... So the internet can be pissed off. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I, I don't know. I mean, you know, they remain to be seen. And I just thought, it, was there anything else major from comedy? I mean, was there Star Wars-y news? Really, there was. I think, well, there I, mean, was some... I think the things all happened Star Wars prior to, like they announced essentially that Hans they're going to do a Han Solo Han Solo movie. Yeah, and yeah, the stuff mm-hmm. are, was pretty. There was a panel. There was a big Star Wars panel at the thing, but like news wise, it had all yeah, it all kind before. of yeah. So and well, I mean, it's not a not an announcement, but they did a really cool thing with the Star Wars at the their their big. Hall H thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. After that, they marched everybody. Not didn't march them. Didn't force them. <laughs> but like, they had a thing like a half mile from the venue, and everybody walked down there, and everybody got lightsabers, yeah. and they had a orchestra doing a um, playing a bunch of the music and fireworks show and everything, yeah. which is kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, I can, mean, I know they've got Disney money, they can do shit like that. But. Sure, but if you know, if you can at this point get into Comic Con and. Mm-hmm get into the thing like the big things you just kind of get swept along and have a good time yeah but it's probably just the whole getting there and the whole process of it that just, well, that's i the, would i think that's the difference with like comic con to like something like you know on our side of the, of the of the country is like dragon con is like dragon con you can do like three major things a day mm-hmm. at least 
Mm-hmm. Comic Con, I think, is like, oh, well, I want to go see like the the Hunger Games panel. Then that's what I'm doing that day. Yeah, you get in line at five a.m. and then yeah. at six p.m. you get let into the hall. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's yeah. like you will be doing one thing per day. That's yeah. that's the impression I've heard and think I've I've heard about it. It's just it's just like if you think you know other things are line right the you know <laughs> right <laughs> you know this is like line ride the convention and yeah. like i'm going to today i'm going to see the, the superman and batman thing and that's what i'm doing today yeah i better be there at 5 a.m yeah uh the chat is mentioning deadpool there was a lot of deadpool stuff. there was yeah they showed some more deadpool i, I you know i mean I, I i think i've seen all you really had to t- tell me was like they're gonna give ryan reynolds another shot at deadpool which mm-hmm. you know i think everyone was like why and they let him be Deadpool in the shitty Wolverine movie better. Right. And then it's going to be rated R. If they stick to that, I was in. That's all I really ever needed. From my understanding, it's super R rated. Yeah. So there's, it's not like That's, at the last minute they're going to be able to go, nope, cut that thing down. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I was already in. I mean, it's just like Star Wars. I mean, fuck, you don't have to sell this movie, people. Like, stop. Yeah. It's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, Star Wars for me, I just want to see the first trailer like as a proof of concept. Like, okay, maybe yeah. they can make another Star Wars movie, but. After that, I don't need another frame of footage. I'll, I, I'll I, 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 still, I have to say, I'm more interested in these one-off movies. I think that opens up a more interesting realm of movie to me. Yeah. These one-off. Did you see the thing that Guillermo del Toro wants to make a Jabba the Hutt-led gangster movie? Yeah. Like, in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. Yes. And, uh, like, someone, <laughs> and someone was like, why the fuck not? Yeah. Just like, let these people, if someone is a passion project, let them, them fucking go nuts. What's it going to uh-huh. hurt? It's one movie. It, yeah. it just makes me mad how much time was wasted. Oh yeah, you know, like like no one saw the benefit of this universe. I mean, I understand yes, Lucas but had my a children tight, wouldn't I know, like it. <laughs> I, know, I know one man had a tight rein on the whole thing, but you know, for so long, so many people have wanted that thing to be more than it is, and you know, now I yeah, I don't know where it's going to end up, but at least a lot of people are trying now, and I know it's all a giant cash grab, but it still feels like people they're they're putting the right pieces in place for stories to be told well mm-hmm. it seems like it could happen well it's not just like this guy directed a music video let him do some stupid right, star wars right. thing it's like these are talented filmmakers who have worked proven themselves and they're being handed the reins to various star wars properties yeah so no i mean i i'm people were getting upset about other certain people's pro- star wars projects getting canceled or backburnered or whatever and i'm like like so, one of them. Like, don't get me wrong. I I enjoyed. I I think the dude's only made one movie so far, but I enjoyed Chronicle. But like, people are like, oh my god, Josh Trank is going to make this movie. And I'm like, let's see Fantastic Four. Let's see what the dude does with the budget first, right? On a movie that probably shouldn't even exist before yeah. we go hand in with a Star Wars movie. Like, that's the kind of shit that like needs to not happen. Like Mark Webb getting Spider Man too early, right? Like these are the things that like you pull back. Like make a few movies first before you're handed the keys to a kingdom. Yeah, you know, go out there and Soderbergh it and just yeah. make six movies in a year and. <laughs> really wear yourself out so didn't didn't they say that they were giving uh what's his name that directed jurassic world uh one of the star wars movies i think think he's in talks for like one of the trilogy which just doesn't seem right i mean i mean seems like i mean handing the the keys to say i don't think he made a bad movie but yeah, no, it needs to be Seems someone more experienced. A little bit that. soon. Well, the, like the, uh, maybe he'll make another movie in between. And I, he'll I wow us with his there's time skill. Yeah. And, I, I was excited when I heard Ryan Johnson, but then I was like, I, he's good, but like he's he not play for the Cubs. <laughs> it's Ryan Sandberg. Oh. No, he's the dude that made Brick and the Brothers Bloom, and then uh, Lupa. Yeah, ah, Lupa. boy, Lupa. But you know, like I, you know, I don't think Lupa was big enough movie to like jump into Star Wars. Maybe it was. A lot of people. I need to give Looper another chance. A lot of people seem to like Looper, and I don't think i enjoyed it as much as they did so i didn't you didn't like it at all okay <laughs> i it's average it's aggressively average okay 
Well, I don't know, but he was in talks for having something to do with two and possibly three, either writing and or directing. So we'll yeah, see. They got a ways to go. Yeah, that, that stuff's going to change hands five or six times. So, you know, let, let, let's hope they get it to a good start at least because it all hinges on this first one. If this first one comes out and is garbage, man, people are yeah. just going to just be like, wow, just crushed. yeah, Star Wars is dead. That's what I'm saying. That, that's that's why I'm, I, I immediately I'm like. Give me these individual movies because there's nothing to invest in. Yeah, it's just I you know, I I feel like this 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 mentality of filmmakers today where if like I'm trill like we're thinking trilogy and then you get Terminator Salvation where there's like they they're looking at the end before they bother finishing the first part right or you get these like oh we'll just we'll make a four hour movie and split it into two yeah it's it's just it's like untrained filmmaking where or the studio saying cram more shit in there because we can split it up yeah and. I don't like that. I mean, like the idea of like making a solid two hour, 90 minute movie, whatever is like, you've got to make a solid fucking one movie. Just yeah. Do it. And we'll tell and, your story and shoehorn it into a time frame. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that though. The rogue one thing, you know, about stealing the plans for the death star. Oh yeah. We know how that's going to end. Yeah. We'll, They're going to get the plans of the shit. death star. So, but at least it's not going to be like, well, what's going to happen. I think some Bothans, yeah, yeah. Bothans may die. Yeah. So, you know, at least we're not going to get like uh, now part two of the plans being stolen. Right. I mean, at the end of that movie, they're going to steal the plans. That's, spoilers i know but you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's how they're going to get there is what's going to be interesting right. and i'm sure it'll be you know fair enough a taut thriller yeah. <laughs> set all... against the backdrop of the star wars universe. <laughs> that's, that's all the comic con thing stuff yeah. like that is really interesting to me though like the the possibility of a of a java movie and the like this is the shit that you do with an expanded universe yeah. and have fun with if you want to make 115 movies yeah. out of um you know out of a, a crazy old man's rantings um <laughs> yeah you don't then, have to just well, keep uh, then you don't have to you don't story, have to split yeah. the hobbit into three movies no, no, you you, know. you can <laughs> you can take your source material and run with it yeah yeah so i mean the thing is is like you have to be careful because I, I i don't get it personally i mean i'm not saying it's all gold jerry but like people are getting i mean there is serious blowback on marvel movies now Huge blowback. It's People already mad that they're making Marvel Just movies. Just that there's, oh, 85 Marvel movies, and they're all the same. Yeah! There's yeah. 85 Marvel movies. Yeah. I find it kind of funny. Get hype. And a little bit entertaining that there is a... a find it kind of sad. Well, there's a level of the subculture out there, and it's like, it's been throwaway lines kind of in, like, Community. Sure. And a couple of other shows where oh, it's Oh, no, like, I'm hearing it everywhere. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's just, it's amusing to me that it's like, there's always, like, a character who's just like, I hate the Marvel movies, and then someone else goes, yeah, me too, and then they kind of, like you know commiserate or around the you know the, they bond a little bit because mm-hmm. it's like yeah i really am tired of the fucking marvel movies yeah but the thing is is like uh, it mr robot did that yeah they, yeah. yeah they did yeah but okay. uh, like the thing is is like um you know don't don't be hating no my thing is like no, seriously don't be hating like i mean if like if you don't want to see the marvel movies don't go see the marvel movies i know there's just like i i as personally who someone who wants to see them is it's, it's fucking amazing that yeah. there's 75 marvel movies and right. 75 more there will be marvel movies long after i die at this rate yeah you know but i mean that i'm afraid like they're going to hit the same saturation point for star wars and people will be like I mean, granted, I feel like people already are like, fuck Star Wars now after the prequels. Star Wars has some rebuilding to do. I I, I think they're going to be okay. Sure. I think a lot of people are like, it can't be that bad. Right. So they're like, all right, yeah. it's, it's automatic. I mean, I, I just I applaud Disney for having the, the balls. Or, I mean, it's not really balls because they're making money hand over fist. But yeah. Yeah. just to be like somebody you know, driving the, the, the car saying, yeah, fucking keep making. They're still making money. Keep making them. 
Yeah. If you if, and, and the, and if the, you keep making decent movies, yes, that, that, right. that's just it. They're, they're, get my ass paid. Hell yeah! If this was if this was ninety Disney, As we'd have straight to video uh, sequels to Thor and shit. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, Lilo and Stitch fourteen. And, right. You know, yeah. all, you Lion know, King one and a half. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the thing. It's like I just think about that Disney where it was like cash grab all the properties. Right. And li- and uh, well, I mean, but bad they, cash grab. But the other side yeah. of Disney is like let's fucking live action. You know, every one of our Disney princess movies because people keep seeing those pieces of shit too. Mm-hmm. But like that someone is driving the train over there saying like yeah make as many Marvel movies as you want but they still need to be quality yeah and so far make mostly, us so money. far so far mostly yeah. good make us money keep making us money yeah I, I think if I, you if you make us money you can keep doing sure. this make us money I, I think for the most part that opinion comes from a lot of people who don't actually see Marvel movies and they're it's like people who are aware of Kanye West and then every sure. time they see him they go oh fuck this guy go away and don't ever actually listen to anything that he does or anything like that it's it's that kind of like cultural awareness but it's not in their in their sure. wheelhouse and it's that rebellion it's like make this thing I don't care about go the fuck away sure okay and well there is thing. there is one valid point and then maybe we can move on um and that is like there are and and I know there's a counter argument to this, but a lot of the people that I see saying "fuck the Marvel movies" are people who want like different movies made. Like I don't want superhero movies made. I want a more bunch vampire of movies, vampire whatever. Yeah. But they want something else made, <laughs> right. and that I think is a valid. Well, is a valid. It's a valid no, point. It's a well. It's a valid a wish, way. but like right. As, you know the same thing that people always say. Like you know. The existence of one thing does not mean like, well, we were going to make a Iron Man four, but you know what? We're not. So here's the money for that weird project where you're going to get the real <laughs> right. Edgar Rice Burroughs, you know, <laughs> Princess of Mars trilogy. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, so that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Like they weren't suddenly yeah, going to make. Disney's not going to. They were going to make John Carter two because they made, you know, Avengers two. It right. wasn't, it wasn't an either or choice. Disney may not necessarily make an indie movie, but they may use a, a right. different property sure. that's not a Marvel property. Well, and that would make some people happy, but um, Disney's going to do what Disney's going to do. As far as I'm concerned, so. they're firing all cylinders on their animation and, uh, and yeah. Marvel properties because their animation movies have been fantastic. Pixar I, I, is kind of a shell of their former selves, but I still think like doing pretty good. But yeah, the other side of this is what, what else are they going to do? They're going to shit out another like uh, movie live action movie from the bad guys point of bad guys point of view or some other minor characters the Rosencrantz and Gilding starting their entire Disney universe now. right yeah and I, I there's that kind of weird like the news came out where they were like they kind of shelved the third Tron movie because they were like we don't have a place to put this mm-hmm. I mean that's where they're at now it's like they looked at it and were like well you know Tron 2 didn't really make a lot of money uh, it wasn't as huge a hit as, say, these other 15 properties that we're making that are making hand over money hand over fist. So let's just put Tron away for a little while, and if a hole opens up, maybe we'll revisit it. I get that. I get that kind of like, fuck the success of the Marvel movies because it's preventing me from getting another well, thing. But yeah. it's like, they weren't going to do Tron 3 right, and it probably wasn't going to be good. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, they've tried Tron twice, and it's just like, yeah, these are visually interesting, but... Oh, I love the second Tron movie. I think the second Tron movie is one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen, but I think like storytelling wise, start to finish, it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, when you get Fair into enough. like the hang gliding shit at the end, it's like, well, ah, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so. I will say this. Um go on. Since twenty eleven when Disney stock was hovering around forty, forty five dollars a share, um, Disney stock is now hovering around $120 a share. They know what they're doing. So, <laughs> mm. they, 
they, yeah. they they've kind of got they're tapped into what's making money and what's not. Yeah. They're not going to change that. And, it's, and they're not doing a bad job of it. No, they're not. They're it's not, not like they're shitting out Marvel mm-hmm. movies. I mean, they're by most accounts making quality efforts. So they're stupid to not. <laughs> you know, it's stupid to stop. Why would they just say, so, yeah, OK, yeah. you're right. Complainers about the Marvel movies. We're just going to stop. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to make more Herbie movies. Now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that might help happen. <laughs> So yeah, let's pick a teenage pop star and put her in a Herbie movie. Mm-hmm. Herbie movie. Sorry for our for our UK friends. Herbie. No, oh, they Herbie. say that H. It's like Herb because there's a fucking H there. Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, but they say it. They they say it in Herb, but not in in Herbie. Oh, they have to do the opposite. Oh, oh. it's a rule. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Huh. So if we say Herbie, they have to say Herbie. Oh, okay. Yeah, starring Lindsay Lohan. 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 Lindsay it's Lopan. Like, no, it's yes. like David Lopan. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, correspondence. Correspondence yeah. time. Okay. All right. I'm gonna see if I can do this and uh, not make Mackie upset that I'm. Uh, he's not gonna listen. Co-opt. No, he's not. That's right. I can do it however I want. All right. So we have an email from Chase Island. Uh, random recommendations and suggestions. It reads, "Hey, cast of Banthas, or I mean Bamfers. It's Chase, like the landmass island again." Be surrounded by water and such. Sorry, Steve, I can't stop poorly mimicking your awesome catchphrases. I have a few recommendations and suggestions. First, a dumb theme month. December. Stay with me for a second. You could go a few different ways or do a combination of these. Movies with the actor Sinbad, which, let's be honest, would probably be all five bags movies. Movies starring the character Sinbad. Movies with the word (laughs) sin in the title. Original sin from 2001. Sin from 2003. 13 sins from 2014, etc. Or, more of a stretch... More sin theorothrock. <laughs> which can we do one of those months where we just do each week is different theme of the we month? We could do it. We could do it. I like that. December. Yeah, sure. I like that. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that way we could do um, uh, Turbo Man um, for oh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, Jingle All the Way for oh god yeah, for December. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah. All right. Chase goes on to say, mm-hmm. I've watched a ton of martial arts movies lately and watched a couple under the radar ones from Thailand that are in the realm of Bangkok knockout, but I think more enjoyable. Born to Fight 2004 is basically Jim Kata meets First Blood with a ton of Muay Thai. Can't sell it any better than that. It stars a stunt guy named Dan Chupong, <laughs> who a couple years later did a way more bonkers movie called Dynamite Warrior from 2006. It actually should have been called Bottle Rocket Surfer, because that's what he does. It's one of the most bizarre movies I've ever watched, and to be fair, I only watch the action scenes, but there is also, for some reason, a lot of random demon possession in it. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Lastly, it may not be Banffcast material, but by all means, watch Chocolate 2008. I watched it thanks to Paste 100 Best Martial Arts Movies list, and it is indeed, as they described, Rain Man with way more Muay Thai. And it's amazing. Okay, I'm done now. Crash and burn. Chase, sent from my Dell Latitude D620. Seriously, I literally sent this from my antiquated laptop. <laughs> so, chocolate? It's getting Johnny Depp movie? <laughs> no. Oh, no, that one. Yeah. No. Chocolate. <laughs> in chocolate. All caps. Chocolate. Chocolate. Oh. <laughs> chocolate. It's apparently on Paste's 100 Best Martial Arts Movies list. Yep. Mackie's talked about that list. I think he made a uh, letterboxed list. He probably did. For your perusal. I kind of want to see Dynamite Warrior. Um, yes. If he's surfing bottle rockets. Like was that, that, is... that one or was that the other one? Because I thought maybe it was Dynamite Warrior. I don't know. We could sort through that, but 
Sure. I want to say I wa- tried to watch Dynamite Warrior because I want to say that might have Tony Jaw in it, but like it was one of those like came out later because he was in it, but then they like tried to say he was top build, but he was barely in it. One of those kind of things, but I think maybe I, I might have seen that one. I, I could be totally wrong though. Probably are. I, Probably. I have no idea. I haven't had a chance to look these up yet. Fair enough. We'll figure it out. We will. Are we ready for email the second? I am. Sure. Okay, great. This movie comes to us from Scott from Dallas. Um, it is titled More Movies, courtesy of the Alamo. Huh. Scott writes. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I did that. I just think it's funny. Scott writes. So I saw more weird movies at the Alamo over the past two months. The first is a movie called When Dinosaurs Ruled the Earth. It's got a your-like vibe in that it's about a clan of cavemen speaking a made-up caveman language. A woman is meant to be sacrificed to a sun god, but runs away, landing on an island full of dinosaurs. She encounters a local tribe, and the men fall in love with her, Hmm. and the women get super jealous. Along the way, she tames a dinosaur. Your really wasn't my thing, but I figured you might want to at least know about it. Spielberg must have liked it to put a reference in it to it in Jurassic Park. What? The banner. Yeah. Banners, when dinosaurs when dinosaurs oh, when dinosaurs ruled the earth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one thing to note, there are two versions of this movie, the US and UK versions. The US version is full of weird, awkward cuts. The UK version <laughs> is full of gratuitous freedoms of expression. I think y'all know which one to go for. Right. America. All right. No. No? No. Oh. UK. Uck. <laughs> Uck. Uck. Yeah. Uck. Right. Uck. Oh, you're saying your, like Hunter from the Future. Your. Yes. Okay. He's a man. He's a man. Okay. Just, with the thighs and the Yeah. You waist. just kept saying your Tate, and I'm like, yeah. wait. It's got a your-like vibe. Okay. Your-like vibe. Yes. It's like, what vibe yar. do we like? What are they should have pronounced it differently than your. It should have been like your. Yar. Your. No, then he'd just be a pirate. Your. Yar. Not yar. Yar. Your. Tasha yar. Your. Your. Anyhow, Scott goes on to say, Uh the second movie is called Terminator 2 Shocking Dark. Mm -hmm. It's one of the many Italian films that has no respect for foreign copyright. (laughs) It's basically the plot of Aliens, but at one point, a Terminator shows up. The acting, delivery, production values, etc. remind me of a mix of Miami Connection and Omega Cop. The movie really is Aliens beat for beat for a while. There's a Ripley, there's a group of Marines called Megaforce, what? And there's an evil corporation whose name I won't reveal because it's really funny and it's best to hear it from the movie. The evil company's evil plan is really fucking stupid. It's astoundingly amazing how stupid it is. This movie turned out to be a lot better than I expected, and it's pretty fun with a crowd. Yeah. As for movies I didn't see, but I saw previews for during the (laughs) pre-show, Robo Wars. It's essentially Predator, but instead of an alien, the jungle marines are fighting Robocop. Women's Prison Massacre. I think the title speaks for itself here. Rats, A Night of Terror, a post-apocalyptic movie in which rats have muta- mutated to eat human flesh and go after the various groups you'd expect to be in a post-apocalyptic Mad Max wasteland. I hope that's like one of those movies where they say the title in the movie. It's like, Rats, <laughs> a post-apocalyptic nightmare. Rats, a, rats. this is a night of terror. Oh, a night of terror. Mm. That's what it was, a night of terror, sorry. Night of terror. <laughs> I, hope you guys are, I hope you guys are able to enjoy at least one of these movies. Crash and Burn, Scott from Dallas. All right. All right. Thank you, Scott. From Dallas. Thank you, Scott. Hello, Scott. <laughs> Hello, Scott. <laughs> thanks for all those emails. Yeah, Get thanks emails. for letting me read emails in my excited email reading voice. And I was way off. It was Spirited Killer was a that Tony Jaw movie I was oh, thinking of. Ah. It's way off. Totally close. Totally not up close. <laughs> no, okay. I just remember I saw that somewhere. I was like, holy shit, there's no Tony Jaw movie. I picked it up and it's like, he's like 
third down the rung of actual stars. Oh. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Mm. You shouldn't put your stars on a rung. That's yeah. rude. <laughs> yeah. So are we are we good? Yeah. We got everything I, out I of our system? All right. We're great. I think we purged. Uh, do we want to do some contact information or just simply say, go to bmfcast.com and everything you could possibly need is over there on the handy-dandy buttons on the side. On the right-hand rail. I think it is over there on the side, on the right-hand rail. But just to be sure, I will say bmf at bmfcast.com is, is our email address. Sure. And our telephone number, should you wish to leave us a voicemail, is 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. That's the Garfield hotline. Um, he's He's been quiet lately, so... He has. Give yeah. Garfield a little love. Yeah, where have the calls been? Yes. Where have all the Maybe we got we gone? I think people I think we, people here have yelled at people too many times for leaving long voicemails and now people are intimidated. Don't be call. intimidated. No. Don't be scared. Just be brief. Just call the Garfield right. phone. And entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure whatsoever yeah. there. You no pressure, ha- just don't suck. And you don't have to do production values like some of the callers do. Sure, don't no. feel like you have to do a, a witty that banter. That may be what or... it is. So I'll, I'll I'll shift the blame off of us and, and, and onto our listeners okay. who have done too yes. much to intimidate other listeners from feeling that they yeah. can call in. Let's go from blaming ourselves yes. to I mean, you blaming guys, our Blame listeners. shifting, that's what All we do. All of you used to call in as soon as you got in your cars to go somewhere yep. from point A to point B. You can still do that. Go ahead. That's completely I believe, acceptable. I, I probably should have dug it up. I believe we got an excited voicemail long back about X Machino when someone got out of the oh, yeah. theater. So I, I probably should have dug that up, but you know. My homework is yeah. not strong. Oh, well. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Also, uh, I will I will tell you this one more thing about mm-hmm. the uh, about the hotline. If you wish to, uh, like if you live in a foreign country, a uh, place where they don't have telephones, sure. um, you can record an MP3 and send it to our email address, and correct. you may voicemail us that way. That is correct. Yep. That's totally free. Email's mm-hmm. yep. still yep. free, you know, despite most, what my mom says. Most... Uh, <laughs> Most uh, computer things have a microphone on them now, so just feel yeah. free to sit at it and hit a record button. Yeah. You could yell into your into your telephone. You could do that even, and then email that to us. Totally. Yep. You could turn it into a yellow phone. Mm-hmm. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> the yellow phone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, beep let's up, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. We shall. I'm Harlow. Mackie's not here anymore. I'm BJ. <laughs> I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out.